We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. We're happy to have you listening. This segment is brought to you by Nebraska Grain Sorghum Board. Lower Platte South Natural Resource District, Service Master Professional Building Maintenance, University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business, Lincoln Airport Authority, Charter Title, and Nebraska Prep Equipment. Quite a long list for this first segment. A lot of, a lot of sponsors, and we appreciate them. Many employees bring their problems to work, and a lot of times they can't help it. Sometimes employers and coworkers can sort of give some assistance, and other times they cannot. It would be helpful for employers and coworkers in Lincoln to know what some of these issues are. So we're going to ask two of our fellow Saturday show co-hosts on KLIN Radio to share some insight. Pastor Stu Kearns from Friendly Fire and Doug Fitzgerald from One Shot, One Life. Welcome to the studio, you guys. Thanks for coming. Good to be with you today. It's always be good to be here. Good to yeah. be here. I'm going to jump right in here with Pastor Stu. And, you know, thanks again for coming to do this today. Sure. Explain what time your show comes on each Saturday and, and quickly a little bit about the format. Yeah, we're on at uh, seven. We lead off here on the live programming on Saturday mornings at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. And uh, that's right. Get that coffee going. You know, people are up anyway. They just need to tune in, whether you're driving around, or whether you're in the kitchen, you know, getting, getting going. And uh, so always have a good conversation with some local guests. Usually, a lot of times, pastors and sometimes uh, politicians. Yeah. And Doug, uh, now we need to introduce you. Welcome to the show. And same question, what time does your show come on and what is your format? Our show is 11 a.m., so we're right before Grow Lincoln. And our format is, back when I was preparing to write my book, I asked 92 good friends of mine, uh, what do you worry about that keeps you up at night? And so we took all that information. They were very honest and transparent. And we compiled that into the top areas, which are money, people or relationships, faith, work, health, and then overall hopes and dreams like, does my life matter? And so that's what my book is based off. That's what the show's based off of. So what we do is each week we bring in an expert in these areas and we have them what we call stop worrying and start winning in these areas. And then we also have some just great stories of people who are taking advantage of their life, um, which is really fun too. So the first thing I have to say though, before we say anything, I don't even have 92 people that like me. That send me that sort of straightforward information. That's another show, I think. Stu. That is, that is. But if you, hey, if you know to know Doug is to like him, so just uh, put that in your uh, feather in your cap. Well, and as you guys know, Dave and I have had this business news show for a long time. We we tell who's opening, closing, and moving around, but we interview employers who come in and talk about these kinds of things. And really, I'll tell you what we've picked up is a lot of worry, you know, right now, especially they're worried about interest rates, yeah. um, stress, mm -hmm. the thing we hear over and over how hard it is to hire people. Um, and that's eating into their personal lives, you know, and taking their personal time. And then, then family emergencies eat into their personal lives, too, with right. illness or cancer or things like that that go on. Yeah. It's just we're constantly hearing issues about employees. And, you know, and there's a lot of different facets that they, they worry about with their employees. So, I'm, Pastor Stu, I'm going to ask you a question. We realize, you know, you're a counselor. You have to watch some confidentiality issues. But 
generally speaking, what are some of the top issues you seem to be dealing with that you wish employers and coworkers could be aware of? Just things that are happening with with people. You know, uh, it's 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 almost everything that people are dealing with. When I think about the people in my congregation, again, we've got uh, uh, relationships are always huge. Whether it's dealing with children or dealing with uh, aging parents, uh, we, you know, I'm a part of that sandwich generation right now. Uh, that's you could do a class on that every Sunday, and somebody'd come to it every Sunday because they're worried about those kind of things. I think the other thing that I've noticed that's really come to the surface is mental health issues. In particular, anxiety and depression. And I have uh, become more conversational about my own experiences with anxiety and actually started an anxiety support group at the church. And uh, and w- w- once you start tapping into that, you realize it's everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, and especially uh, whatever those issues were uh, during COVID, they have grown exponentially. And so the kind of concerns that people have, and then you have real concerns that come into, yeah, interest rates are going up and inflation, my, my paycheck doesn't go as far. Uh, we do a food net ministry every week and uh, where we, uh, you know, stores donate food and then we just redistribute it. And, and it's a huge program all over the city. We just have one small piece of it, but uh, our numbers are way up. People are uh, people who you would never think of as, as needing assistance are coming through and getting a free box of food. And uh, and I can tell a lot of them are kind of like, well, I, I don't really feel like I, I want to do this, but but by golly, we need to do this. Yeah. And uh, and so the uh, we sometimes think of the poor in Lincoln as being, you know, a, a group that's pretty uh, small and stable. And no, it's growing and, and people's needs are growing. So that kind of uh, just even basic necessities kind of anxiety is there as well. So it's we're all over the map. Yeah. So you're seeing people who have who are reluctant to go there because they haven't had to do this in the past. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. And they, and in fact, you can tell they kind of the first time they kind of feel like, I don't know, should I be here? And it's like, you bet you should be here. This is uh, one of the things about food net is there, there's no uh, means testing. You just, if you want, if you're brave enough to come get it and you just get it. And, uh, and then after, by the way, after the clients go through all of us who work there, we go through and get a box full of food. Uh, and, uh, and make that food, all that food, by the way, would have gone into the, uh, the, uh, landfill right. and, and did years ago, but thanks to Frank Marsh and some other visionaries back in the eighties uh, and, uh, they, uh, and now it gets redistributed and given away, uh, each year, by the way, food net, probably, I think, uh, stores probably donate between two and $3 million worth of food. Wow. And uh, and the overall administrative costs of FoodNet because it's volunteer based is less than five thousand dollars a year. Excellent. Okay, and so Doug, you're maybe more on the. Would you describe it as the coaching? Yeah, end? yeah. Do some coaching, life coaching, and is there with some overlap there, or or are you dealing more with employers, and is it maybe a different kind of problem, or or do, do you see overlap here? Right. Well, I and Stu, I appreciate what you do because really seeing that from a spiritual standpoint of taking the whole person into account, and people are a lot of times dealing with things right, and when they're reluctant to, you know, when they know they need help and they're reluctant to get it. Um, that's when things kind of spiral down and out of control in people's lives. But um, one of the things that I'm passionate about is finances. And, you know, mm-hmm. people struggle with their money. And, you know, I think CNBC did a recent poll. We did a show a few weeks ago um, that said 58% of people are living paycheck to paycheck now. And the thing that really struck me about that is they've got this app now called Buy Now, Pay Later. And people are using this for groceries, for clothing, 
because inflation has gone through the roof. And that stress is probably one of the top stresses people have is how do I take care of my finances during a time like this? And so there's a struggle in that. And going back to the employer standpoint, I worked with a couple of uh, companies last year. And one of the interesting things that I found as I was working with them and helping them identify top priorities in their life was I asked them, you know, are you aware of all your employees and people working within different areas of your company, who, who they are, what they're doing, what their life is like outside of the, the workplace? And I was shocked they didn't. There were segments within their companies where they just didn't know people. And here's, here's, here's the, the, the issue with that is if you don't know what's going on in the people's lives outside of work, that's going to come and impact your, your, the workplace anyway. It's going to Ultimately. impact the culture. Ultimately, and does. so it's important to get to know people and build relationships and um, encourage and find out what is happening outside you know, so that you can, if nothing else, at least lend an ear and walk alongside them. Let's put a pin on that and take a break because that is exactly what I want to talk about. Um, so let's let's hit that some specific ideas of what we can do when we come back. Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Thanks for joining us on Grow Lincoln. This segment is brought to you by John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, Baylor, Evnen, Wolf, and Tannehill Law Firm, Realtors Association, Sarter, Heyman Jewelers, and Lincoln Electric System. If you just joined us, we're with some of our fellow KLIN show hosts today, Stu Kearns from Friendly Fire. He's on each Saturday morning at 9 a.m. And Doug Fitzgerald right before the Girl Lincoln show at 11 a.m. If you missed our previous segment, we're talking about some of the tough issues that employees in Lincoln are going through and possibly how some coworkers and bosses can bring some humanity into the workplace. Pastor Stu, you indicated that the top issues for you are um, anxiety and mental illness. And I wonder if there's a lot of employees out there that are actually medicated and employers don't even realize it. Oh, well, there's no doubt about it. And uh, and I think we need to get past some of that stigma. A lot of the medications, again, uh, a good medication helps you be yourself. And, uh, and, and a lot of times people don't realize that to get on a good medication, uh, that they're going to have to do some tinkering. They're going to have to try and see, does this work for me and, and work with their, uh, whoever the doc is who's prescribing. Uh, but if, but if it's working and it's working properly, it's going to help you feel more like yourself. Having said that, uh, if you talk to any, uh, good, uh, therapist, they're going to tell you that meds can do maybe 10 to 20% of what needs to be done. And 80 to 90% of it is, uh, basically talk therapy. And you've got to work through things that are causing and creating the anxiety. And that steps a little bit more into my realm as a pastor. You know, I, uh, I, I'm not a physician. I don't know how to prescribe drugs. Uh, but I think people forget that what a good therapist does is they, they ask questions. They make you think about things in a fresh way. And uh, that's something that uh, we can all do, and we can do it for each other. We can be a good listener. We can ask insightful questions. Uh, we can make people think about things in a way that they haven't thought about them before. And that's basically what a good therapist does. Uh, they, you know, Sometimes there's a little bit of a parental voice there to give you permission to feel this way or that way. Uh, maybe we need that. Maybe we don't. But, uh, but a good friend or a good therapist 
will get to know you and know your situation and will begin to ask you a question that perhaps you've never quite thought about and get your mind thinking about things in a new way. And uh, so I think that's especially for as, for as a pastor in the life of the church, by golly, we can do that for each other. Uh, we can listen, we can be good friends, and we can, and we can do that. And, you know, as a small business owner, I don't have a human resources department. I don't have a network of therapists to recommend or a diversity or inclusion officer or any of those people to help you with your anxieties. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, one idea would be, to, you know, to suggest a clergyman to your yeah. employee. You know, have you thought about a clergy? Because a lot of times it's free. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. And and again, I want to make it real clear to people, I'm not a therapist and I, that's not, uh, they have a, I put it this way, I've got a screwdriver and a hammer, you know, and a pair of pliers. And uh, and when you go to a therapist, they've got that big toolkit you see in the mechanics place that, with the drawers that roll out and they can, <laughs> they can do all kinds of things. But to get the process started, uh, a pastor is a great place to Maybe start. Maybe that's a good start. Yeah, yeah. It's a good start. Yeah. And, and uh, Doug, you indicated that you're one of the things that you really need to deal with or have a tendency to deal with are financial Mm -hmm. issues on your show. Mm -hmm. Why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Because this app that you were talking about uh, in our previous segment, I find that fascinating that that is out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, going back to what Stu said, you know, when you're worrying about something, it usually means there's something in your life that you haven't taken care of or you've suppressed it and you haven't dealt with it. And so, what we try to do at one shot is help people identify what are the key priorities that you need to take care of. Because if you can deal with those priorities in your life, you're going to alleviate the stress, the anxiety, the worry. Now, you can't control everything that goes on in your life, but you can control what you can control. And money being one of those top things that we have to deal with every single day, right? Part of knowledge is power. Yep. Uh, I mean, when you know about money and yep. how it works and you know about some of these uh yep mental issues it it helps yeah and i you know for for finances i've worked with a lot of people over the years with their personal financial situation and a lot of times what'll happen is they are so embarrassed or so overwhelmed with their financial situation that they're not willing to or feel comfortable asking somebody for help so therefore the problem continues to get worse and worse and worse until there's a crisis and then usually that's when they reach out for help and in the process of that, people are going more and more in debt. I think they just reported the last quarter the most debt um, Americans have ever had is right now. And that debt is overwhelming. So what we do when we help people is just identify the priority. How do I need to take care of my finances and get it? Get just first of all, the first step, get a clear picture of what your finances are. A lot of times people will not even know where they're at because they think it's better to suppress it. But if you can get a clear picture of where you are with your finances, what's coming in, where's your debt, you know, what are your payments like, it relieves a lot of stress. Then from that point on, we can start taking steps to either eliminate debt or to get on a budget or increase our income, whatever that might be. But you need to get that clear picture first. We start out with net worth. I know this yeah. may sound crazy, but you know, if you're going to lose weight, what's the one way you gauge that? You jump on a scale, right? For finances, net worth is one of those ways to gauge if you're making progress or not. Going back to the app thing, that blew my mind because they went straight down what the percentages are. And clothing was one of the top areas, toiletries and bathroom products and cosmetics and groceries right in the middle. So people are now, you know, in an app where you can walk into a store, the app pops up, says, hey, do you want to put payments on your current purchases? You know, you could be paying for, you know, French fries and apples and, and uh, deodorant 
for six months. At an astronomical interest right. rate. Right. Interest yeah. rates around 20, 22 oh percent, gosh. something like that. So, oh, my gosh. Um, so, the, you know, the point being is just know what's happening around you. Take the steps to maybe get uncomfortable and find out what your situation is with your finances. Talk to somebody who has some knowledge in that area and then make proactive steps. Because once you start working on some of those things, again, that that worry and that anxiety will start to to ease. And I'm trying to bring this home to what can we do in the workplace. Um, So jump in here if you think of something. But, you know, even just posting things or emailing resources to employees, even if you don't know if that employee needs anything, but emailing them ideas of, you know, here's some community support links. Yeah. And and one of the things we did uh, last year with the company was just a regular roundtable once a month and working with each individual employee to say, what are some priorities in your life that you need to take care of or you should take? Yeah, care of? I was trying to think and, a graceful way to ask somebody if they're having mental illness and anxiety and finance problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's a touchy subject. It is. And it, it, you really have to figure us there a was direct but but subtle way of and maybe of that's bringing somebody it. else into the right. equation in the conversation. So it and it was so so eye opening as well to see people open up about their mental health, about going to counseling, about getting their finances, and then wanting to achieve certain dreams and goals within the workplace that the employer didn't really know about. That's really cool. And I think we can probably help a little bit by just saying we have you guys' podcasts on the KLIN website. Make those available to your employees. Um, and I, I, we're probably getting short on time. Yeah, here. yeah we've, got, we've got maybe a one minute left. One minute. Robin. Okay, so 30 seconds apiece. What is your favorite podcast segment you've ever done for Broadcast House? Oh my goodness, that's a uh, that's a that's a tough one. They're all they're like children. How could one be uh, better, more favorite than the other one? I uh, well, I'll tell you what. Anytime I talk with Dan Alberts, it's always a favorite because so, he uh, he's the only one who can talk back to me very effectively. So it's got to be a Dan Alberts moment, I'm sure. And what was yours? Doug? Stu Kearns has to be. There you go. <laughs> Stu Kearns and Dan Alberts. Okay, uh, Doug, what's your favorite one? Uh, Kristen Christie. She um, her husband committed suicide, and that. She drove her pain into a passion. She worked with the president at the time and uh, the Senate to get 988, the mental health uh, crisis line, implemented this last year. Hmm. And uh, we won an award for that show. And she's got an amazing story. And uh, it's definitely worth listening to. I think our favorite, we had a business owner once who owns some franchise restaurants. And he came in and shared a personal story about how he almost gave up. And I almost had me in Hmm. tears. It was It was very moving. It was very moving. I would also say we had a different restaurant owner during the pandemic that was very straightforward with us. About about how how hard hard it was. was. Yeah. And this was somebody in, you know, middle age. And that's that's a hard time. Had risked everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. This has been Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers from The Girl Lincoln Show, Stu Kearns from Friendly Fire, and Doug Fitzgerald from One Shot, One Live.